Hey friends, there's a few dates in particular coming up, which I'd like to see as many 12 and a half as possible in the next few months. Um, March 15th and 16th, I'll be headlining Laughs Unlimited in Sacramento. Uh, April 5th, I'll be at the Last Best Comedy Club in Bozeman, Montana. Uh, I'd love it if we could get some 12 and a half in the crowd for those, uh, those particular dates. And the first week of May, I'll be at the MGM in Las Vegas. Be fun to party with you there. TJ will be in Syracuse February 16th and 17th. Raleigh, North Carolina, the Improv, March 8th and 9th. And uh, if you want more details about his dates, go to tjmillerdoesnothaveawebsite.com. And enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. Now entering Nerdist.com. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In with T.J. Miller. Night, night. Welcome to Cashing In. Uh, I'm Cash Levy. I had uh, wonderful guests today lined up for the show. Uh, I had a roundtable discussion with Howard Stern, David Stern, and Howard David, who I know nothing about but combines both names from the other guests. Uh, but I had to cancel them uh, a few minutes ago. Uh, you see, I just got to the studio, and one of my favorite guests, uh, who uh, you may recall coming on the show a few times, T.J. Miller, uh, is sleeping here in the studio. Not sure if you can hear him, but he's he's sleeping in the studio, and... I I really don't want to wake him up. I mean, this is this is a good friend, uh, T.J. Miller. He's really been a good friend to me. Uh, he's come on the show when I've been in a jam sometimes. And I know how hard it is to get some shut-eye these days. I mean, I have no idea how uh, long yeah. he's been... I don't know how long he's been slumbering. Yeah, I've got uh, He might be trying out some like hibernation techniques he learned on uh, Yogi Bear. I don't know. Uh, so I'm just going to do the show solo and try not to wake up my good friend, T.J. Miller. So here it goes. Uh, we always start the show with uh, triple banger lightning round. Question one. Question one. Better name for... And I'll just answer, I'll just answer the questions. Better name for a uh, helicopter, uh, Whirly Bird or Chopper? Whirly Bird or Chopper? Um, you know, I've always liked uh, I'll just have to answer this one. Uh, I've always liked uh, Whirly Bird. I've always thought that's Whirly a funny. Bird. Yeah, I've always. I think TJ's uh, talking in his sleep now, but uh, Whirly Bird. I, <laughs> I, uh, I, yeah, he's he's oh, he's really yeah. out. He's really out. I, uh, I had no idea he slept in uh, in, in the extra. Bird. Extra uh, long Jonathan's. Anyway, uh, I, I prefer a Whirly Bird. I think it's a funnier phrase for helicopter. Chopper's too serious for me. I'm going to move it along, and uh, sometimes I just like to, right before I do a triple banger round, just uh, just kind of yell out, Oh, man, I'm sorry, TJ. TJ, I'm oh, sorry. I screamed a second time when I made eye contact. I'm you. sorry, TJ. I, I oh my! I had no idea I was doing that. You know, <laughs> I, I'm sorry. Sometimes I'll do a shy shy without even knowing. I'm sorry, buddy. Uh, did I wake you up? Yes, of course you did, Cash. Oh my! How long have you been asleep? You know that I, I usually have night terrors of the time that you stood above me with a knife and yelled shy shy <laughs> as a New Year's Eve prank. 2009. Yeah, I, I just, I'm so sorry, buddy. I, I was doing oh a triple God, what banger. What are you doing? How long have I been out? Well, I don't know. I got into How the How many studio. years have I been asleep? Well, it's it's 2015. What? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, I hadn't I haven't a, paid taxes in three years. I don't think anyone noticed. My car had the hazards on in the loading dock section right outside of the Chipotle. 
Yeah, it's, you know, yeah, that's Toad. You can kiss that. Yeah, poor I have, TJ, I have, I have bad news. Uh, what happened? Uh, the, the Chipotle's, they Are all... Are my parents dead? No, no, they're still very much alive. Oh, they're actually it. living in my uh, guest that house. That is bad news. They're living in my best guest house. They're you living. disappeared. They're, they're lizzing. They're lizzing out in my guest Which is house. Just sort of lizarding around. Lizarding. You know? um, it's 2015. All the Chipotle's have closed, buddy. Shit. Yeah. Well, what they replace him with? Baja Fresh? Looks like they finally won the war. No, it wasn't Baja Fresh. What was that thing you were saying the other day, a Parica War? Uh, a Pyrrhic victory. Pyrrhic yeah. victory. Yeah. That's when you've won the war, but your, your village and people are decimated to the point that what have you really won? It's sort of, yeah, you, lose the, you, you win the battle, but you, you lose the war uh, from that battle. Yeah. Well, I am so sorry. I must look awful. I just woke up. Well, you still have some lines. Yeah, you have some lines. You actually have a, a three-year-old beard. I do. It's not very long. It just looks like scruff. <laughs> I'm not much of a, a man in that respect. I, uh, I also, I, I have terrible breath. I'm so sorry. Right before I passed out and apparently went into a coma for three years, I was eating combos and peanut butter, pepperoni, pepperoni pizza combos and peanut butter. Yeah. Well, I, I, I mean, feel- I still have some of them in my mouth. You, you, you don't oh. smell that bad. It looks like right before you fell asleep, you doused yourself with a bottle of eucalyptus farts. I did. Well, I call them eucalyptus toots, eucalyptus hoots. <laughs> and uh, yes, I do. I, I, every time I go to sleep, I bathe myself completely in uh, one of our premier lines and yeah. perfume, the eucalyptus toots. What was the last thing you remember uh, before you fell asleep? Well, we were just finishing a cashing episode and I remember you said something that was just so offensively unfunny. Mm-hmm. That'll happen. And yeah. then I said something even more atrociously without any, without any merit whatsoever. Yeah. It wasn't even bemusing. Not only was it not amusing, it wasn't even bemusing. It was unmusing. It was unmusing. And then I passed out from being so unfunny, and mm-hmm. I, the next thing I know, I'm here, and there's chipotles, and they're gone. Yeah, I know. And, you know, I never liked Baja Fresh, because I think every time I walk in there, you know, I say, but how fresh is it? Big hips, no tits. Big <laughs> hips, no tits. Well, you know, they, they've all been replaced with uh, Long John Silver's. <gasps> Medium, you know, I always was, you know, those, 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 you know, they have McDonald's Express, the yeah. sort of express version of Long John Silver's is Medium John Silver's. M- medium John's, yeah. yeah. That's true. Or at least <laughs> hey, it buddy, used to be. Do you want to do some triple bangers? Banger lightning me? round. Yeah, triple banger lightning, lightning round. round. Uh, question the one. Question the first one was the uh, second one. For, for a helicopter, uh, Whirly Bird or Chopper? What do you oh, think? Oh, Chopper, Chop- yeah. I really? Whirly Bird. I like oh, Whirly Bird. I, I had a terrible funny. nightmare about a Whirly Bird about, uh, I'd say, about 20 minutes ago. I think Whirly Bird's a little funnier. No? But that's what I'm saying. You know, and the chopper, Lil Wayne keeps talking about the chopper, and I don't know if he's talking about a gun or a fucking motorcycle or just a, the way that he separates vegetables into smaller sections. <laughs> you know what? You say potato, I say whirly Chopper! I say whirly You say whirly bird? <laughs> Triple banger lightning, lightning round, round question, question two. Numero, the second question. Two, and you know, two. I, I want to say I love your twice stuff whirly birds. Yeah, the twice. You know, I try to put some cucumber in there. Mm-hmm. Just kind of. How do you get that cucumber for, into smaller sections? For sneezing. For, sne- for sneezing. <laughs> for sneezing. Just for sneezing purposes. I get it. I see that. I can see that. Um, triple banger lightning round. Question two: In a, in describing a restaurant, is this a compliment or a put down? They make a great breakfast. Hmm. I guess it depends on the tone. You know, they, they make a great breakfast. You know, that's clearly, you know, their dinner tastes like their lunch, which tastes like somebody crapped on the concept of brunch. But, I, you know, I don't know. I, I, I guess because I've, I've said this about restaurants, they make a great breakfast. You know, and that means, hey, the food's great, but you got to go there for breakfast. And then occasionally I've said it like this. They make a great and when I say it like that, it really means like I, I, I've I've taken way too many. I need to go to the hospital. I need to be yeah. taken somewhere. Yeah. I've seen you like that. I've Ugh. seen you like that. I, it's I think whenever it's, I inhale I don't think it's meant to be a put down. The fumes of an insurance salesman. <laughs> I don't think it's meant to be a put down. 
Uh, you think he doesn't but say I think great it, things. But I think it's always a put down. And I don't think it's meant that way. But I think saying that somebody has a great breakfast, is, it's not that hard to make a great breakfast. Too many places make a great breakfast. Well, you know, I was arguing. And so I don't think it's that big of a deal. I don't think it just, should be a compliment. Go on. I was, I was just arguing with Sharon, uh, uh, who is Cheryl's uh, half-sister, who I also date and have a platonic relationship <laughs> with. Uh, we do have sex, but it's just through uh, long, continuous staring. But Sharon is, uh, you know, she's a great, a great girl. But she was saying the other day that every a, a great breakfast place is the same as a pretty good breakfast place. I mean, it's uh, you know, how many times can you reinvent the wheel? And the wheel is French toast. Yeah, and I, I don't know. I mean, I, there's a place called uh, uh, Orange Appeal, Orange with Appeal. And that was a breakfast place in Chicago. And that place, I mean, I don't even think it exists anymore. But if it does, you've got to go down there because they had, they, had, they had waffle and pancake flights. And their pancakes would sort of come with Gruyere cheese. And one would be sort of peanut butter, maple, honey syrup infused. You know, they had one that was smelled like wet garbage and tasted like licking Cheryl's face. Cheryl, the uh, uh, the fourteen year old. No, she's the half sister of of Sharon. Oh, okay, yeah. It's hard to keep all your the uh, port- the Puerto straight. Rican hermaphrodite. Yeah. I had to end it last week. I don't want to talk. About it. Well, it wasn't last week. It was actually three years ago that, that you fell asleep. Oh my! How long have I been out? Yeah, it sounds like it's been about three years. Jeez, Louise! It's so weird that I haven't done. Can it I yet. still get a burrito bowl from Chipotle? No, but you know we'll take you over to Long John Silver's. And try to take care of you there. The triple banger lightning, lightning round. round. Question number three. Better party host. A guy with a metal detector or a watch repairman? Better party host. Yeah, who would you rather go to their house and enjoy a party? A watchmaker? Yeah, watchmaker or a guy a with a metal detector. Because the metal detector is fun because, you know, he says, okay, everybody, when you come into my house, we're going to have metal detectors, and whoever can set it off the most without bringing a gun wins a party prize, and the party prize would be one of the metal detectors. I mean, that would be a great party. And, you know, I'd load up with flatware, straight silver, <laughs> and wear my biggest watch, which actually is a... I converted a heavyweight champion of the world belt into a watch. And it, I mean, it slips off the second I put my, my arms to a, a down position. Yeah. But I was still good with a watchmaker. It's so interesting. You know, I think it's, you know, a watchmaker really deals with the intricacies of keeping time, which, in my opinion, is a human construct. I want to sit down with that guy and have a Greyhound that's freshly squeezed grapefruit juice, a little bit of lime, uh, and, and vodka, you know, shaken. Uh, and then poured over over ice. I'm, I'm intrigued with the metal detector. Uh, they're not very social. They often you often come up and say, "Did you have you found anything?" And they're very defensive about not finding stuff. Really uh, on the beach, yeah. But but oh, when you're the not dream- talking about, I thought you meant a metal detector like you go through at the airport. No, no, no. I'm talking about the guy with a metal detector well, at the beach. What the hell did you think I was talking about when I said there was a metal detector at all the doors that you have to come through? You're you're so hard to follow that sometimes I. You just think he was manually using a detector on a person's body? No, I don't. Uh, what I was picturing. You just is, stopped listening. I I was trying to figure out uh, how to proceed with this conversation. <laughs> And How often? What percentage of the time when we're conversing? I listen would you a lot. Say? I listen almost. I'll be honest with you. Sometimes I get confused with the characters, and I start to t- unravel who's who, and mm. then you move on with the conversation, mm. and the podcast continues without me because I'm still wondering. Like now, with Cheryl, wait, Sharon. I thought her name was Cheryl. It's and then I'm we're we're further on in the into the pot into the broadcast yeah. than I'd wish, and I've lost focus. Well, let me, I'll lay it out for you, because I do understand that I realize I can be confusing. Sure you can. <laughs> Cut it out, Dad. <laughs> I'm Dad. This one's Errol. Um, and as Errol would always say, you got you to... You <laughs> You're gotta, doing it again. No, you really got Errol? Yeah, you really got to separate, you know, the people in my life, okay? Now, there's Sharon, the half-sister who I'm in a platonic relationship <laughs> with, of uh, my husband, Cheryl. Uh, who from the neck down is all woman from the neck up looks like 
She just put her head in a microwave, and then when it was finished, she threw it in the oven, Sylvia Plath style. And then in the oven, there was sausage that looked like deer droppings <laughs> sprinkled all over her melted face. And then, it, you know, of course, there's I have a Puerto Rican houseboy, uh, uh, Cheryl Nunn. Uh, it's confusing, I understand. It is. They all sound similar. And, of course, Gladys sounds similar. I, I'd rather you never said oh, that in my sorry. presence again. I'm sorry, buddy. I hate the idea of meeting a Gladys, and I hate the idea of a Gladys. And then, you know, I have my husband, Carl, who, uh, you know, is a, he's a professional uh, hockey puck maker in Canada. Mm-hmm. And then uh, in I, I also have a, a totally non-committal uh, and, 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 and non-intrusive relationship with a, uh, a dwarf named uh, uh, Jimmy John. Okay. So, you, so, yeah. And he lives in New Zealand. Yeah. So you see, it's, it's confusing. So sometimes I get kind of tied up in that. And the other thing was, you went pretty quick towards the watchmaker. And I was thinking about the metal detector, people that have metal detectors. Uh, when you got does, such a prejudice against. When them. does that dream die? Did you uh, did you ever want to uh, be a professional metal detector person? You know, I didn't. Beach? I always wanted to be an athlete or a rock star, and <laughs> once those didn't happen, I just settled on metal detector. I always thought you'd find, uh, you know, find great stuff on the beach. I, I always thought it looked fun. I mean, here's something I'm wondering: when a when a, a ship sinks, how soon is it you know fair game to go down there and you know? Pillage that ship. Well, if you're like my father, you just sort of follow the ship in a tugboat, and then when it starts sinking, you go down trying to offer some sort of legal, you know, services. Oh, he's a lawyer or a pirate? Uh, is there any difference these days? Jesus. <laughs> one wears an eye patch and the other one's an asshole. <laughs> uh, oh, what's that? Uh-oh, we're running on reserve battery. Oh, boy. Should we? No, no, keep going. Keep going. We're going to keep the dream alive. We can alive. do it. You think we can do it, huh? Now you t- do you have a, is there another lightning round? Uh, yeah, I can do one. No, but I'd like, could you give me a tiny opinion and I want to ask you about this, okay? Yeah. This is something I'm going to ask. I'm wondering. Do you think that a man should be ashamed at a certain point by how many holes his shirt has? And should he move on from those <laughs> holes? <laughs> Well, I think TJ's mentioning the fact that today I've got, I don't know, two or three holes in my shirt, um, which it's a biblical shirt. So, you know, it's a holy shirt, uh, which makes me feel kind of bad that he's that he's bagging on me. Here's the irony. I don't know if it's ironic, but uh, TJ is wearing a shirt. TJ is wearing a brand new shirt. In fact, when we started the podcast, it had a, a tag on it from 2012. And, but I've uh, since ripped that off. He's ripped that off. I'm wearing a shirt that's that's really old, and it's it's got a. But I'm not embarrassed, um, you know. About Are you my, ever embarrassed? Do you get embarrassed or shamed easily? Um, yeah, you I do. do. I do. Yeah. What would be an embarrassing thing that has, has happened for you recently? Because well, okay, I, I, don't I had get a weird, I had a weird incident on the way back from Seattle. This is interesting. I don't even know if I should reveal this. You know what? This That's is what where this were you? That's what for. it's about. Yeah. You know? Okay, I'm, I'm the only way back from Seattle, and I saw a comedian friend of mine mm. who was working at another club uh, on the airplane, and he was sitting in first class, and I was sitting in coach. Uh-huh. And uh, I, I didn't say hello because I, I kind of – all of a sudden felt like, I don't want to, I don't really want to have the five-minute conversation of like why you're in first class and why I'm in coach. And that was sort of weird. But mainly it was because I didn't want to stop for 10 seconds and only have 10 seconds to right. chat with them. Mainly that was the reason. Well, part of it too is that's an awful, because you're trying to talk to somebody, people behind people you are behind you. Go. So I was like, it's going to be easier at this hour. But you were embarrassed that you weren't in first class. Why is that? It was kind of like, it was sort of weird. It was sort of like... uh you know, I think we might have started comedy at the same time, right. and it was sort of like a uh, you know way of saying, "Oh, this guy's doing really well. Why am I in coach?" But I think it's possible that maybe he cares more to fly first class, yeah. and it really doesn't have to do with money. It's more just some people think that's worth their money. I don't think it's worth it. Yeah, well, I certainly have you know seen. I mean? You know, I, I look at people. 
Yeah, I don't know. There was a little bit of an embarrassment but I, that I, don't I was know why in coach. Would be especially because well, he, I wasn't, he could be he could be being flown out for a Velveeta my shirt had a lot of holes. Well, then there it is. Then there it okay? is. And I, that's they wouldn't they were they were kicking me out of first class. My shirt had a lot of holes. I've look. I've been embarrassed, and I want to share something with you because you shared something that you you didn't necessarily want to. Yeah. I was uh, on a plane recently, and you know I went into the first class. Restroom, you know, some of those those restroom cabins are just for the first class cabin. Yeah. And I went in there because I couldn't hold it, and they were in the, you know, they were at least those economy people are changing other people's babies, and they're, right. I mean, it's a disaster back there. I there was a chicken behind me for an hour and a half. <laughs> Somebody brought a fucking goat on board and said that it was a stress. What airline is this? It's an animal? What is it? Yeah. Greyhound. So, yeah. so I was on. So we're flying through Sky. I go and use the first class bathroom because it just let us. It's a right. big deal, you know. Right. I've been in first class. I let those, you know, those weird economy people, those those lesser people. Right. But when I'm in economy and I'm one of those people, I think I should be allowed to. Uh, I should be allowed to. Oh my god, this is our. We we only we have an emergency phone. And it only goes off when there is a real emergency <laughs> cash. Can you see what's happening? It's. I'm not going to answer that. You, this is the only time it's ever rang. It's clearly an emergency. Oh, hello? Hello? Is this Jack in a Box? No, this is Katy Perry. Oh, Katy. You better stop comparing me to that Jack in the Box guy and that Liam Neeson person. Oh, my God. Because I'm a listener of the podcast. I'm so sorry about and that. now I want to tell you one thing you may not forget. Okay. As Sean Connery would say, rule number one. Are you going to quit referencing me or am I going to have to send somebody to make sure you don't? Wow. Hello? Oh, man. Man. She just hung up on me. Did you hear that? I mean, I, I didn't hear any of it. I, I passed out the whole time. You were sleeping that whole time? I was. I had a wonderful dream. Wow. Uh, yeah, Katy Perry. That was Katy Perry calling. And uh, she just wants me to stop mentioning her on the show. Well, don't do it right now. Yeah, uh, yeah, she's probably really pissed. So I, I, well, obviously she is. She's, she's listening to the live broadcast. I mean, Jesus. <laughs> but uh, I went and I tried to use that first-class cabin, and somebody came in, and I guess they didn't see me, but they pulled out their penis to start urinating, and my penis was already out, and they urinated all over my penis. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I mean, it's funny now, sure, yeah, but I mean... <laughs> in, I, the, in the bathroom, in the I, airplane? Yeah, and I'm sitting there you going, the notice. two of us can barely fit in here. <laughs> And right now, you can't. Not only can you see, can you not see that I'm in here urinating with my penis out? You're mistaking my penis for a toilet, which, <laughs> ladies, that's happened more than I'd like to admit. And you know, it's just that was so embarrassing. And I remember having to have that moment where I said to him, you know, I said like, "Hey, that's not a toilet. That's my penis." And he said. <laughs> What the fuck are you doing up here? And I said, I, 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 he goes, are you first class? And I said, no. Then I recognized him. It was, it was a comedian that I had started with also. <laughs> Tom Papa. Really? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to have to confirm this with him. I, I, I'm, oh, you know him? I find this. It was hi- Dane Cook. I find this highly improbable. No, it was. It was Dane Cook. I hate to admit it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll call him. Give him a ring. I'll give him a ring. I, I actually went to the first class bathroom once and the airline attendant stopped me. You know, they really? Me yeah. And I said, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll pee in the cockpit if I feel like it. You know, I paid a lot of money so to you on said? this flight. Uh, I'll, uh, what airline I'll was whiz it? in the cockpit. That's what That's I said. <laughs> and uh, I said, what are you, you going to do, drop me off? And uh, I did a little dance and uh, <laughs> just, to, just to gloat because what are they going to drop you off? And... Uh, they uh, uh, they dropped me off in Memphis, <laughs> where you had a great time. Yeah, I heard and it was pretty pretty the nice. BBQ is delicious. Nice metropolis there, yeah, there. yeah really nice. Uh, but it was a weird thing because it was an L.A. to San Francisco flight, so it's weird that so they, they actually, really they took they a detour way. to get you. <laughs> they to went Memphis. all the way to Memphis just because the joke would be funnier. Me, man, I think Memphis. they knew. What's that song? We'll go to Memphis yeah, and drop yeah. you off. Uh, every 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 musician had a song there for a while. Uh, you know, wait, is it Walking in Memphis? Is that what it's called? I think that is Walking in Memphis, where you get dropped 
Do you Red really feel way the, the way, way I do? The fields of gold, yeah, the Russian children everywhere. Do, do the, the Russians fall? They're true. Not a real song. <laughs> <laughs> well, I certainly, so I've There's had an There's an era where, where a lot of musicians that had songs about like mysterious women, you know, she likes to... Yeah. Do such and such. Dude looks like, like a lady. Yeah, yeah, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, We're yeah, not yeah. sure why. Mm. Um, that's what, but anyway, uh, well, that's embarrassing, man. I'm glad you told us that story. I just like to get it out. Let's there. move it along to where were you? I was, uh, I was actually just, uh, I was babysitting my son. Uh, very illogical creature. Um, is it? Is it bad? There's a uh, PBS has a children's programming host that's like a Hispanic sort of Kate Winslet. Mm. And uh, she's really fine, and um, I'm having. She's a uh, fine. Uh, I, <laughs> that's got to be a cash phrase. That's not, unfortunately. She's that's, fine. No, that's uh, Pablo. Pablo Francisco does have this bit where he's. That's just sheer plagiarism. And I was about to say, I would never have done that without telling you. That's Pablo Francisco's a very funny bit where he just. So every, was that the guy in first whenever class? Whenever he's talking about a girl. Was he the one in first class? No, it wasn't. Uh, it was actually uh, Franco Francisco, uh, his cousin. He's a hermaphrodite. But, uh, yeah, he's had sex trying with Trying to keep Sharon up with your no, stories. True, yeah. yeah, he's actually had a relationship with Katy Perry uh, at one point, and Katie Holmes. But anyway, all I'm saying is um, he, uh, this, this girl's very attractive, and it's hard not to uh, feel very aroused while watching... Uh, uh, this uh, PBS programming host. Uh, I'm not sure what to do about it. Well, and you're you're with your your son yeah. while you're getting an erection. He's two, right? Yeah. yeah. I don't think he knows. I don't think he cares. I mean, he'll hear this years from now and really, really get depressed. But if you're hearing this she's, now, she's young definitely chance. fine. She's fine. Uh, young Chance, if you're listening to this now, I, I must say that your father's erections were not because of you. They were because of this woman. It's not your fault. I don't, I don't know her name, TJ, but I, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I, uh, I covet her. I covet her body. <gasps> really? And her soul. And I, I always uh, felt that about Blue's Clues. You know that really? fellow that does Blue's Clues? Not him, but the dog. <laughs> I mean, my dick would go, it would hit me in the forehead. Wait, wait, I don't, I, don't I was know. bent over backwards. <laughs> I don't even know who you're talking about. Well, you ever seen Blue's Clues? No. Well, then I don't think we can continue this conversation. <laughs> well, that's good. See, that's good at conversationalist. Sometimes you'll be in a conversation with someone, and the one guy doesn't know what the conversation that's is. That's a and tiny then he, opinion. And then yeah. the guy just keeps going. It's like, look, I already told you I've never been to Bombay before. You ever, like, and I can't talk to you about pros and cons of a restaurant you went to there. Yeah, they go, have you ever seen uh, Rings, Kings, and Things? Yeah. And you're like, no, what is that? And they're like, it's a PBS show, standard yeah. deviance. And you've already said, I don't know I what don't it know. is. Well, you, listen, it was on PBS, Yeah. and it was about the Lord of the Rings trilogy. They do all different ones that do about math and calculus, American history. It's called Rings, Kings, and Things. So there's this fella in it. He's playing a knight, right? You haven't seen it? No, and I You've want you to stop. You've never seen it. That, maybe, maybe that's the time to use the noise. Or the Hitler card. The Hitler card. See, I think that's a little harsh. I think that's you when Hitler. you go. Ugh. It's like nails on a chalkboard for me. It really is. That's actually how it started. I was trying to emulate that sound. Huh. Um, I'm going to move it along to essential. Qu- or do you, wait, do you have a, a where were you? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Where were you, buddy? Well, I was wondering about this. I was crossing the intersection of Santa Monica and La Brea, and there was a fella in a in ladies' clothing, full beard. Mm-hmm. Okay, and he was wearing one of those headbands that's like sparkly, but mm-hmm. like thick. You know, like okay. a thick headband, sparkly thick headband. And he had eyeshadow on, clearly, and, okay. uh, and probably lipstick. I don't know. I wasn't really looking okay. at the mouth. Usually, I'm looking straight at those creepy eyes. I like them peepers. Yeah. Jeepers. Yeah. Jeepers creepers. creepers. But he, so I'm, I'm kind of walking past him, and i kind of giving him the once over because he looks insane, you yeah. know? And yeah. he also isn't, he doesn't look homeless or crazy. He just looks like a guy who just doesn't have a lot of money to spend on women's clothing, but he's still going to put it on. Okay. And I kind of was looking him up and down. He looked over at me kind of like, hey, what are you looking at, buddy? And it's just, I mean, if I'm there, I know that part of that is that I, you know, it's it's me being at that place 
and and I know that the, that's sort of the neighborhood. But at the same time, I'm here, you're here, you decided to dress that way. I'm going to look at it because it's different than anybody else. Why don't you just relish the attention, you know? Mm. So you're saying that this person was, was asking to be stared at and yet didn't like it I'm once frustrated they were. About it. I mean, it's like people that get a tattoo on their face or neck. Yeah. And you look at them, they're like, what yeah. are you looking what at? Are you looking like, at? everything, everything. This is another emergency call. That's probably, probably Katy Perry calling on the landline. Probably Katie. Probably yeah, Katie. that's probably Katy on the landline. This is pretty, pretty serious stuff here. Um... And I mean, usually when people are just waking up, they're not able to move that quickly. But, but TJ just, uh, you know, he, he darted across the room. Katie, I can't. And now he's yelling at Katie. I, I know, I know you heard it. It was the live broadcast. I know that. Okay, I don't know. Now it's, I think, I believe Katie. I'm so sorry. Katie. I think Katie's calling Katie, again. Uh, and, you know, this is, uh, this is one of the sort of, uh, I don't know, um, disappointments of doing the show in a call bank. Uh, we're actually, I didn't mention this, but our new studio is uh, is a, a, a call bank. It's sort of a, uh, we're actually running a, a help hotline. Uh, so people call in during the broadcast and, uh, you know, if they're in trouble around the city, we, uh, we make sure to ignore their calls and continue doing uh, cashing in with T.J. Miller. No, Katie, I will not. I'm not going to... No! Sorry. <laughs> this show, this well, show gets weirder and weirder. No, it's not weirder. You know what's weird is we give that emergency number. We only give it to a few people. Katy Perry's calling. She's clearly calling. I'm, I'm texting her. I am so sorry, everybody. I am really, really sorry. That is unprofessional, not of us, but of Katy Perry. You know what? You want to listen to the live broadcast. Don't call us during it, Okay. You can hashtag it maskers. <laughs> right. It's not about masks. <laughs> We're going to move it along. Do you want to know what the emergency was, Cash? Do you yeah, really want me to tell it? you what it was? What was it? She called me and she said, look, I'm looking for a new skin refreshing mask yeah. to put on my face. I'm not, I don't like this Oliveira one. I don't like these eucalyptus ones. And I said, you know, what are you talking about? Yeah, eucalyptus has a whole line now. I mean, it wasn't just eucalyptus toots, then it became... I am eat. so sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. Well, that, that is it. And I am severing my relationship with Katy Perry from now on. Okay. I'm done with it. Thanks, buddy. I'd rather go to lunch with Nancy Grace's turkey neck. Well, don't say that. Okay. Okay. Don't, you went too far. You're right. I would never have lunch with that disgusting <laughs> gobble gobble. <laughs> Essential questions of human nature. I think they put the Christmas stuff up too early this year. I mean, what's too early to put up the Christmas stuff? I mean, they put it up like right after Halloween. Don't you think that was too early? That's okay. It's a little ridiculous. But is it is it it's bad because we should celebrate Thanksgiving first? Is that your take on it? Um, yeah, I think they kind of just kind of. They they skipped over Thanksgiving, and uh, I I think this whole holiday thing's getting redundant. And I think they should put all the holidays on shuffle. I think they should surprise us, and uh, you know, with like a week to go or something. I mean, and, I would know, love that. Why don't we all agree uh, for one like, year? Hey, kids, you know, get on your costumes. You know, uh, it's Easter Sunday. You know, mm. put your costumes on. You know, it looks like Satan is playing a little joke on Jesus this year. Mm-hmm. I really like that. I think that we should all agree for one year, let's say maybe 2015. Yeah. All right, it's now. Yeah, so 16. Well, maybe this year. Yeah. Maybe this year as we turn 2016, we should do like breakfast for dinner to shake up your life. Shake it up. Let's shake do the it holidays up. for let's one year holidays, at different times. Everyone different. Yeah. Let's do Christmas on you know Easter, Easter on Kwanzaa, Hanukkah on winter solstice you know uh the day of the bloodletting and and destroying of human souls which is a pagan holiday it's a fun one. That's do a fun that one. in on valentine's day just right. have your Get fun the spirit of it now here's another way to do it uh i'd say you double down some years where you do it um sort of a lottery system where you just pull it out of a hat or whatever and uh you know a holiday could come up twice a year mm-hmm. but then another holiday you don't get to celebrate at all mm-hmm. you know I think that'd be fun, too. What, when would you let go, though? You don't get to decide that. You don't get to make that choice, T.J. Miller. 
Because I'd let Flag Day go if, if I could get a second Memorial Day. You're just not as patriot. Oh, well, that is patriotic. Ah, busted. You busted me. I always busted. do that one, you man. busted me. I do. You busted me. I busted So you, you agree with me that the, uh, the, the, the Christmas gear came up a little early? Yes. Okay. Okay. So that was one essential question of human nature. Let's move on to another one here. Uh, I don't blame people for exaggerating anymore mm. because people are such bad listeners the only way to get people to continue to listen to you now is to make up crazy stories like you do about weird named people that you know but like let's just here let me give you two ways of saying something hey sorry i was late took me 20 minutes to get here usually takes 10 or i'm sorry i or, just tuned out that see, entire or time. took four and a half hours what? to get here i was chased by a gang what? of angry coin what? collectors Coin collectors? Yes, I was. Well, what were they looking for? Sacagaweas? I think they thought I had coins. They chased me. I had to do a roundabout route. It took four and a half hours to get there, and I was shot at by coin collectors. What, what, they had bazookas. Uh, what were they shooting? Coins? They, it was bazooka guns. Uh, uh, well, bazooka candy. It was a, Bazooka Joe. It was a bazooka Joe. That is awful. Yeah, so well, you were I'm listening. so sorry that you're late. Yeah, can and you I didn't blame hear anybody for not that. exaggerating? Do you I blame can't. people for exaggerating their stories? I do a little bit. I think if it borders in the line, is it lying? Yeah, yeah, if it borders in the line, you know, I, I, I obviously, I, I don't lie. You know, I talk about my life as it is, not my life before my ex-wife of 37 years, Karen. But you know, I, I talk about my current life and the life that I've built since then, uh, and I try and be truthful. And if you're going to exaggerate a story, I say just. Stay within the borders of reason, you know. Mm-hmm. If you're going to say, "Oh, I find this woman fine," you know, don't Im- don't fine. don't also exaggerate it to say that you're getting an erection that you're balancing a rubber ball on. Okay. While you're looking I after your, I don't think you should s- ever lie son. about your penis. That's no. that's really sad. Especially if it's ten. That's very sad. But like, let's take this story in the airplane where mm-hmm. you actually were peed on by someone in the airplane bathroom. <laughs> Um, great story. Uh, but my understanding is, because I've talked to a few people that were on that flight, mm-hmm. uh, you weren't all the way in the bathroom. Who did you talk to? Because you know, I knew every single person on that flight. I actually, I, I first I talked to Tom Papa, and then Dane Cook. Tom Papa and then Dane Cook. Okay, yeah. so there are two of them. Yeah, and apparently you were walking out of the bathroom and you were peed upon. Right. And it was the pilot that had opened the cockpit door mm-hmm. and sprayed <laughs> sprayed the entire cabin. Oh, my God. What? This is all coming back to me now. Sprayed the entire cabin, uh, cabin with his rancid pee. Jesus. I guess I blocked that out. <laughs> Sometimes when I block things out, I go into a hibernation system that I learned from Yogi Bear 3D... Uh, I haven't shared it a lot, but I'll tell you right now, if you eat enough corn nuts, combos, and peanut butter, you'll go sleepy sleeps for a long time. <laughs> time now for a blast from the past. Dancing Word Bird Contest coming up in half an hour. Maybe I'll call you. <laughs> time now for What Hurts. Oh, yeah. Ooh, what Hurts. The inside of my thigh has been hurting a lot lately. All right. Moving along yeah. to... Well, it's kind of like... What does it feel like? Well, what do you want to move on it's to? It's just that some people, some people call it different things. Some people call it... I mean, look, the working title is Tweedalize. Mm-hmm. But there are those that believe it should be called... You don't know me, but I'm your <laughs> brother. Are you telling me the things you want to do for me? <laughs> That is not part of this song. All right. Tweedalize, buddy. Uh, earlier this year, you wrote, I'm up earlier than most of you, and I just want to say, the early bird may get the worm, but I ate that fucking worm. You heard me. I ate it. And that is true. That's pretty aggressive. Was that an exaggeration? No, 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 no. You know, I, if I see a worm, I'm up early. No one else is around me. You know, then I will. That's what I'll do. You know, I, I really, I'll, I'll eat that worm without anybody looking at it. 
And I want to, you know, we don't we don't do enough of yours, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do yours. Oh shoot, my computer has totally failed. I don't even know what I've written in the last uh, few weeks. This is scary. But uh, sure. I think that I think the, the you know the early bird uh, can sometimes uh, catch the worm, but but I think he's he's often uh, too tired to eat it. Really? Yeah, I don't. He doesn't. He doesn't really eat that early in the morning. Are you looking for my tweets? Yeah, I'm looking for them, and I'm going to find them. Tweet lies me. Um, so Cash Levy, and you're still going with yeah. that that profile picture, which I've always liked. Just uh, just the headshot from 19, uh, well, from 2012, pretty much. Yeah. Three years ago. Okay, ready? Here we go. Here we go. This yeah. is actually a Thanksgiving tweet. Okay. Uh, not to be insensitive, but bulimia, spelled incorrectly, yeah. is perfectly okay for all of Thanksgiving, right? I sure hope so. Right. Do you... Do you think that is? I think it's important to binge and purge. It's during, okay to purge. Well, it's a holy day. It's a holy day. I think bulimia has sort of stolen that whole concept. That used to be normal behavior for the Greeks. Yeah, I, I think it's it's sad to, to, to act like it's some kind of a, a, a disease or, or um, you know, I, I think it has its place. That's all I'm saying. When you eat an entire turkey in one sitting, when you eat a 12-pound turkey... And that's you what need you to do because you eat that's alone. That's what I do. Yeah. I always have Thanksgiving alone. You need to purge, and then you need to binge. And so I had four 12-pound turkeys <laughs> at my table uh, to represent the three myself and the three others I wished I had dined with. <laughs> and you ate all of them? And I ate all of them. You've got to throw those up. You, yeah, so you have to throw those up. Now, I want to do these two in tandem. Okay. I almost hit an elk's tail with the rental car. Yeah. I need to go home. I'm a mere shell of my former self. Yeah. Followed up immediately, same day. I've been freeballing for two solid days now. <laughs> I hope you don't think less of me. So, well, remember, I, that was in North Dakota, Montana trip where I, I forgot I my underwear. That, but that's okay. Forgot my underwear and my, uh, and my socks. And I really was driving to the airport. They don't have an airport where I was. I had to... I had to uh, Fly out of a place called uh, Williston, uh, North Dakota. So I had to drive an hour or something, an hour and 15 minutes in the snow. Williston, South Williston or Willington or something. And I was very nervous, and I almost hit this wild animal. And I was free-balling. I was freezing. And I was starting to lose my mind. And I pulled over, and, and I, uh, I, I tweeted that. And let me just tell you, TJ, the thing I'm enjoying about uh, Twitter is uh, road trips where you're all in the middle of nowhere. You feel like you at least have a little bit of a few people listening to your crazy uh, travels. Uh, do you enjoy that part of it? I mean, I don't, you know, I don't know. I don't enjoy, I don't truly enjoy any part of it. Right? The tweets? I enjoy that part of it. I, I, I mean, I, I do enjoy the connection to the people. And sometimes late at night, I'll be really, that's, really That's what it. it is. When I get a little loopy, I enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, that is fun. But I, still, I don't know that I really enjoy any part of it because so much of it is either people not appreciating the tweets, not liking them. For me, a lot of times, it's not understanding them. They're just kind of like, why did you tweet that? What is the... So sometimes that... And so I really have to kind of remind myself that there are people that are passively... You know, reading my Twitter and they do like it, but, but it now is, you it have is like very uh, frustrating. Well, how many Twitter followers do you have? Eighty-seven thousand six hundred. You see, that's a lot of people to get what you're saying. I I just have one Twitter follower. It's just myself. Well, it's me. And what I do, under it's you. a false name. Okay, and Ca- okay. Cassius Lee. I was wondering who that was. Yeah. And so what I'm I'm just tweeting to one other person and then I'm reading it back to now myself. You have that's yeah. a lie. That is a lie. That's an exaggeration. In fact, that's an exaggeration. That's, that's that exactly was. what I was going to say. No, you have 2,043 followers. I mean, you've got some serious people, but I think they all like you, you know? I'm, I'm enjoying it. I feel like it's fun late at night when uh, you wouldn't want to call anybody, but you want to tell people yeah. about some funny thing that's happened or some, you know, something that's occurred to you. So I'm enjoying it. I'm, we're, we're, under the, we're, we're sort of uh, on the clock here. We've got uh, some, some commitments. So I want to move it along. Let's do it. Uh, I want to move it on real quick before maskers to uh, to tiny opinions, and I just want to say, I think reviews are too hard on hotels and too easy on movies. The reviews, you know, when you, when you go online and you look at the reviews of a hotel, there's always reviews of, uh, you know, there was a bug in my room, 
Is that There's true? something about a bug or a spider. There was a spider. We found ants. I get over it. There's ants at your house. There's there's spiders at your house. This you, hotels aren't going to be able to avoid. You're, you, know, you know, you're you're, 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 it's a hotel in the desert. There are going to be a, there's going to be a spider or two that. I mean, look, I don't complain. I wake up in the middle of the night. Sometimes I'm covered with ants, and I just learn from it. And I don't go to well, sleep because with honey. Celery, I take the honey yeah. off my body and the celery, and I go back to sleep, and I get rid of the ants. I don't complain. I don't complain to the to to, to my landlord. Hey, I woke up with ants all over my body. I don't do that. I think it's ridiculous. You know, I also don't think you should complain because there's hair in your. Food. Food. People have hair, uh, and sometimes it'll fall because of gravity into your food. Get over it. Well, hair in your food, the only reason I think that that should be complained about is because it's literally the grossest thing that you can find in your mouth. I mean, I, I've, I've found a couple fingers in my mouth when I eat a jack-in-the-box, and I'm not supposed to say that. <laughs> but seriously, that's not as gross as finding a hair, so I agree with that. But yeah, if there's a spider in your room, you know, spiders actually kill other insects. They're your little friends. They're not hanging yeah, out. But, yeah. Everybody says, oh, well, they're going to cl- climb into my mouth while I'm sleeping, or they're going to give me little bites. You know what? If a spider bites your face, it's because your face tastes like insect shit. Clean your face. <laughs> okay. Well, listen, buddy. We should, we should move it along to maskers. Let's do maskers. Yeah, I know Why not? Let's have yeah, fun. Let's do, let's do a quick maskers. This is uh, Ask the Masters. Um, uh, if you, this is by Arters uh, uh O-Z-O-L-I-N-S. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, if you put a mermaid in a bowl of boiling water... You will get a fish soup or a meat soup. And I thought this would be a good question for you since you're a guy that throws soup on people's face. Well, I threw, yeah, I'll throw soup on them. Sometimes they're... you throw soup on them. Sometimes you even have poems talking about throwing soup on people. Yeah. Well, I, I, you know, I, I want to reiterate that if somebody cuts you down, if they make you feel bad, as we all have people do that, I, I always tell people, throw soup on them, you know? And just don't let people try and make you feel smaller, cut you down to make themselves feel bigger. People are insecure. They have a lot more going on in their lives. They're selfish. They have bad things going on that you don't even know about. If they're rude to you, understand where the behavior is coming from, but first throw soup on them. (laughs) So sorry, what were we going to say again? Well, is it fish soup or meat soup? Uh, Putting a mermaid in a, a bowl of boiling water. I think it's fish soup, right? A merman is more of a mer than a man. Yeah, this is a mermaid. A mermaid. Yeah. Okay, mermaid. Sorry. Uh, I think, yeah, woman is more of a... What makes a woman? It's the part of her that uh, is now a fish's tail. Yeah, so you it's know, more fish. I don't, even, I don't call it fish soup or meat soup. What do you call it? I call it dessert. Yeah! Big hips. <laughs> no tits. Big tits. <laughs> no hips. Do the Russians love <laughs> their children too? <laughs> uh, one more. You want more? Yeah. Um, this is by Timothy James Markham. He's always got some good ones. Mm-hmm. Timothy James Markham. Um, is it appropriate to masturbate in a glass house while it is being washed? Not unless you're coming rocks. And let me explain something about that, okay? Because they always say those who live in glass houses yeah. Yeah, shouldn't throw rocks. Stones, yes. But if you're ejaculating kidney stones, essentially, you know, if rocks and gravel are coming out of your urethra when you climax... I think that's fine. And if people are watching, then they better watch out because there's rocks coming for you. And that, my friend, is a Pyrrhic victory. Yeah, that's a Pyrrhic victory. Because you do have the orgasm, but you are... Destroying the very foundation of where where you're living. So you have a victory, and then you have a a failure when the uh, stones hit the glass uh, and shatter it. Ultimately, a Pyrrhic victory is a victory that is in fact a loss. Yeah, and that's really the definition, the new definition of Pyrrhic victory is masturbating uh, and ejaculating stones in a glass house. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, a glass house, uh, um, a house made of glass, 
Uh, is it appropriate to call it a glassel? That's the other thing he asked. If it's a really big glass house, it's got to be. A, a it's got to be a certain. Can't, I think it, it needs can't a be moat, a new right? glass house. Yeah, it's got to have a moat, and you have always older, said that it has to be an older glass house. Over, That's a glass. I think it's going to be at least two hundred years old. Has to have a moat and a dragon. But to me, a glass castle is more of a glassel in my life. You understand what I'm saying? Like a hassle, because to clean it is a fucking. Disaster. Do you know how much Windex you need for a glass? I mean, I, you know, I bought more Windex last year than I bought any other anything. I did, <laughs> and I get it at Costco too. So I get it. I get a bargain basement prices, and it still cost me about fifty thousand dollars to clean the house. Some of the people that live in glassels have learned to ejaculate Windex. That is so hard. But can I say, just on your podcast yeah. for the first time, I am so proud of people that have taught themselves. It's to be able to ejaculate a chemical that isn't in their own body. It's yet. Darwinism. It's Darwinism. Yeah, and it's proof that the Russians love their children too. TJ, I know you got to go. I know you've got a lot going Thank on. Thank you for and having me. I'm just thankful that I was able to wake you up from your nap, from well, your slumber. I, I mean, that's really why I got to go. I've got a hundred things to do. I got to tell my parents that I'm alive. I've got to figure yeah. out if Cheryl is still even into this yeah. tin dick. And I, I mean, I've got to clean my apartment. I've got to go see if my car is still there. I doubt it is. John Silvers. Where's on the house? I mean, I'm, Chipotle. Yeah. God, I miss but, Chipotle. Uh, but listen, buddy, anything you want to plug? Anything coming up? Yeah, you know, just that, you know, now RVC is up and running. So check that out. The Loan Shopping Network on rides.tv. Just Google RVC, the Loan Shopping Network. You can see that. Uh, spread the word about Gore Burger, and uh, hopefully I'll be doing some more fun stuff. You know, we're just—I'd love to be back on the podcast. I'm having so much fun oh, doing I, this. I'd Thank love to you. have you. It's always fun to have you. Uh, if I'm going to be in uh, Bremerton New Year's Eve uh, yeah. at the uh, Admiral Theater, it should be a fun show. It's a There's beautiful theater. It's very beautiful historic theater, Bremerton, Washington. All glass. Uh, it's all glass, and I'll be uh, bringing some rocks and stones, and we'll shatter it at the end of the evening. <laughs> and that's what we'll bring in the new year, 2016. I can't wait. I can't and, wait. And uh, uh, also, I'm in uh, uh, Salt Lake, uh, January 3rd through 5th. I'm in Sacramento, January 17th through 20 or something at uh, Laughs Unlimited. So check me out there and uh, come to my website. I got a, a DVD and all that stuff. It's got so a great DVD. Crowd, crowd, crowd control. control. Special. Cash. Thank cash you for listening. Yeah. Cash TJ Miller does not have a website. Please tell your friends about us. We love doing the podcast. Thank you so much. We want more people to enjoy it. Katy Perry, lose our number. Now leaving Nerdist.com. 